Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hello, this is Ken Roshan from Voice America Influencer Channel calling live from Belarus. And we do have proof we're in Belarus because one of us will have an accent and they're showing us how to speak Belarusian. All right. So, Andrea, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm calling uh, from our, our sponsor, MyMakeupLady.com, from her office right now here in Finley, Ohio, where I live. And I want to thank our sponsors, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, Amplifluence, also Voice America Influencers Channel, MenFashion.com for the clothes that Ken wears, and uh, MyMakeupLady.com. And we want to remind you, you to like love twice. on... I did give them some love twice. You've had some new pretty shirts. Well, I think and, because, no, I was talking about my lady. Um, oh, only because I'm in it and I did it in succession. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you did it first and the last. I got it. Okay. Yeah, I did. Don't, don't forget and, one world. <laughs> and to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, our charity of choice, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And uh, back to you, Ken, Dr. Smiley. And I'm executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams Miller. Well, all right. Man, I got to do my name change. I, I'll forget my name is Dr. Smiley. Sometimes they, it says Ken Rashawn, so I'm going to do Dr. Smiley so I remember who I am in the because there's so many people today. All right, there we go. All right. So the three of you are probably wondering why we called you here today and got some good news. We've been hearing from the world. You guys are doing a great job. You're stepping into your power and you guys are all up for promotion. So um, this is a really big deal um, and we're going to go through each one and ask questions like, how did you create who you are? Because creating who you are and find out that you love who you are allows you to have obviously a purpose, you matter, and you create impact in the world. So this Amplified show is about amplifying the life of leaders that create community, impact, and inspire. How about that? What do you think, Micheline? Pretty good? That's amazing. I think this show is going to be so powerful, Micheline, that you might do one more lightning bolt after, at the end of it. <laughs> I'm that confident. So Rosalind, we go way back. Um, we've met each other at several women empowerment events. And uh, I think you may recall this, but my mom was the catalyst for me falling in uh, madly in love with the topic of helping women show up in the world, uh, supporting them showing up in the world as powerful and inspiring because my mom inspired me all the time with a, in a, a very optimistic way of looking at life like you can do it. Oh, that's wonderful. It. Thank you, mom. We love you. Yes. So yes. Uh, my, my uh, final prayer and uh, commitment to her was that I would be a tribute to her and that I would do what she did, which was believe in me. I'd believe in other people. So that is why we created this show, Amplified. Amplified. All right. So Rosalind, why don't you start off? We have a show that's going to obviously take off with three uh, guests. So why don't you start off with where you were born and what your childhood was Well, do you was want like? me to start with a quick bio so people have a context? Yeah, let's do a, quick, let's do a quick bio. Okay, thank you. 
All right, cool. She's Professor Rosalind Kahn. She teaches public speaking and has taught interpersonal communication. She earned her master's in speech communication and her bachelor's from Santa Barbara, UC of Santa Barbara. She has a dual degree in sociology with the speech communication, and she's traveled to Belgium. She's produced papers on the five stages of downsizing, looking at the Kubler-Ross on death and dying. She's uh, done some beautiful things. She uh, published in a journal once. Uh, she also had her first book random act of kindness or changing the world and she did a book signing in Rome and outside of academia she spoke at several TEDx's I believe three of them and she's presented on stage with an Emmy winning filmmaker talking about forgiveness and she also has a signature talk breaking cultural differences and reach out versus strike out targeting stopping school violence and uh, she does some other beautiful things and is really uh, talks about dogs and roses, reducing stress and anxiety in today's troubled times. So thank you so much for allowing me to introduce Rosalind Kahn. Well, I don't have any more questions and we definitely do not have any more time for Rosalind with that long bio. So Micheline, Micheline, uh, let's go to you. Okay. No bio so we can go with Micheline. Right. I have one for her. Okay. So anyway, let's go back. Rosalind. Um, we're going to talk specifically about a couple of things. If we talk about all of them, it'll be two days. Okay. So, um, let's, let's start off with where you're born and a little bit about what your childhood was like. And did it kind of give you an inkling of what you wanted to be in the future? Okay. I was born in San Diego, California. I'm a That's California girl all my life. Most of it. And I was one of seven kids. I was the fifth of seven children. My father was an accountant, but he was also a teacher in the colleges. And I say that because he had a dual, dual career. As a, as a child of seven, the most influential thing I can remember is I swam. And at the age of 13, I had scoliosis. And that's when the world began to notice me. Not in ways you wanted to be noticed, but notice me. So that was my childhood. And I say the influence because it made me more compassionate about humanity, about looking at others beyond their barriers and things that, that, are wrong and different and seeing that we're all just people like Rodney King. Um, when I say it was an influence to my father, he was a college teacher and he was an accountant. So in my life, I've always had my hands in many baskets. And in one sense, I'm a teacher in the classroom, but I also have a TV show. And so it's, it's the ability to see yourself in more places and, you know, really be the best that you can be in, in all of those. Awesome. And what do you speak about in TED Talks? Uh, my TED Talks are very diverse, just like me. The first one is, is taking my students to the theater and how it changed the way that they learn English. The second one was called Breaking Cultural Barriers and How Everyone Can Make a Difference. And of course, the last one was about scoliosis and how it made me a more compassionate human being. Very cool. Very cool. And what are you, what are you doing now? What was your book about? Um, the recent book is called A Message for Tomorrow's Leaders. It came out of the pandemic, and it talks about the protests, the riots, and the pandemic that we had. I interviewed over 46 different people from a 14-year-old to an 89-year-old, and it's really a, a wonderful book. It's currently in the process of becoming an audiobook that you'll be able to listen to real soon. Well, check you out. That is awesome. Thank you. So we're going to we're going to keep zipping along and circle back because I know that we want to do a, a really just job on the uh, on the rapid fire and also the dose of hope section. And you did your you did your dose of hope book, right? Your chapter. I did. 
Yeah, your partner. And your partner is a magazine. You guys have a magazine. Yeah, my, my partner has a magazine. One is a senior magazine and another is is airplanes and helping people in the flight industry. And she is a jewel and a blessing. I don't know where I'd be without her. She's yeah. my guidance and hope. Yeah, I really like her. I enjoyed meeting her. All right. So let us bring on Micheline. Micheline Monique started her life coaching and podcasting journey when she realized her purpose was to pour into people and share as much love as possible. She has the name, The Silent Fight for her podcast, and she's enlightening the world because we're all fighting the same fight, some of us silently. She's created a platform for everyone from all walks of life to be free to discuss topics important to them without bias or conviction. And she has decided to live an amazing life and decided everyone can be amazing. And there we have our beautiful Micheline Monique with her lightning bolt. <laughs> Hi, Micheline. Hi. You exude positivity. Man, that smile is like lightning too. That's awesome. So do you do different things with your hair? I do. You do? I do. Okay. I, I love my hair to, to be different. My hair is based on my mood. Okay. So tell me about the mood now. I feel amazing. Yeah. Um, Dr. Andrea invited me on this show and then you welcomed me. You guys are amazing. So I'm just smiling from the inside out. Well, we're going to change it up a little bit for you because we uh, we've met you at several events and uh, Lauren Michael Harris was one of them. And that was the wow event. And then you've what was the other event that you said you met? An elevate event down in uh, Miami. Mm -hmm. Okay, And uh, you're located in Illinois. Yes. Naperville. Okay. And uh, what, what was that event? Let's give Lauren some love. What, what was that event like for you? That event was, it was amazing as well. I love the way everybody came together just to make the children feel amazing. Yeah. I, I, I want to educate our audience that Lauren is, uh, has quite a past. His childhood was very tumultuous. Uh, lots of foster homes, um, some bad experiences in those foster homes. And he decided he would be a stand for young kids who don't have all the, uh, the privileges, all the, the, the support they need. And he creates, I mean, he, he gave away at the last event I was at, it seemed like 50 iPads. I mean, it was so cool. And these kids are just like, man, this is Christmas in <laughs> April. <laughs> and then he brings the most powerful speakers in uh, to speak to the kids that actually have very similar childhood. So it isn't like you see this super powerful speaker and say, well, that'll never be me. And they say, my dad beat the heck out of me, or I had this horrible childhood and I created my life. And, it, and that's what it comes down to every time, isn't it? Absolutely. So I, the reason I'm speaking more is because you have the silent, you know, movement. And so you're not, you're not going to speak as much, right? <laughs> no, I can speak as much as you want. To speak. <laughs> I want well, I want you to speak about it then. Let's, let's hear about this silent and, and do it loud. Okay. The name of my, the name of my podcast is called the silent fight. Um, hey, wouldn't, wouldn't it be horrible though? If people dialed in and it was like, this is a silent podcast and we're going to talk about some stuff today. So I'm glad that you make it loud. Go ahead. Um, so it's called the silent fight because I learned the first idea came from a lot of women fighting domestic violence. But um, just as a young lady said earlier, she's very diverse. I'm sorry, I, I forgot her name. Um, 
Rosalind, I'm sorry. So as Rosalind said, she's very diverse. So then when I thought about the show that I wanted to do, I said, I'll probably get bored just focusing on domestic violence. I want to help with everything because we fight different fights. We fight the way that we look. We're fighting financial issues. We're fighting family issues. We're fighting employment issues. So I just wanted my platform to be very diverse, just like myself. Hmm. Awesome. And uh, you have a book? I do not, but I am in the process of writing. So good. And you and you're you're doing your dose of hope uh, chapter as well, right? Yes, it's complete. So, um, yeah, so, but I found her so beautiful. Can I asked her to expand upon it because I know that you would like the richness of what she had to say. Of course, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say. So, what is your silent voice experience? Um, just as a little girl. I used to have a lot to say, but because I was very different, I looked very different from a lot of people. I was afraid to speak up. In what way? Uh, I used to like just in a classroom. My name is Micheline, but it was I've never heard another Micheline before. So you would have Susan, Karen, Tasha, you know, Lacey, things like that. But then when they get to my name, they would always mispronounce my name. And I just I was just really embarrassed by it. And I used to just pray, please let them just call me by my middle name or my nickname, you know. And it was times that I wanted to speak up in the class and had the answer. But I was so afraid that I would get it wrong and then it would go back to my name and my looks. So I just, I just feel like just, just speak up. Just well, you know, Micheline, I ha- I can feel what you're saying a little bit because it sounds like <clears throat> my name, Ken would be uh, like an easy name. Wouldn't have an issue with it, but I felt like I was always getting called on because mm-hmm. the teacher would say, Ken, anybody answer this? And I go, ah, like that. I would scream and they were just saying, can not Ken. And so I would get very scared and I'd fall out of my chair. So I get it. <laughs> so so you you had uh, some embarrassment with your name initially because that was different but what else was different because that to me in these days um if i live in the baltimore area i mean different is the norm i mean the the, yeah. the spellings of names like joe is spelled j-o-n-e-y and i'm like huh and so <laughs> so there's all kinds of interesting spellings that would not be that uncommon here. In fact, your name would be very tame. Micheline would be very tame in the Baltimore, Maryland area. Really? Yeah, very. Come on, come on, very. come on over. Really, really. Yeah, well, I taught in PG County, yeah. so I can tell you I've I've seen quite the array of names. Okay. So names names aside, and and you were different in what other way? I'm, I'm trying to paint the picture because in my area, you'd you'd fit right in. Okay. And then I was always, you know, I looked at the other little girls and what they had going on and I could never really relate. Mm. We were taught, you know, this was back in the nineties when I was in school and, um, you know, girls were doing certain things. You had a certain standard you had to live up to, but I wanted to go over there with the boys. I wanted to go get dirty. I wanted to play kickball. I wanted to play football and basketball and just, you know, I just, Wanted to be different. I didn't want to fit in with everybody else. Kind of athletic tomboyish, right? So did I you wasn't play... athletic. I just wanted to play oh, with you just, boys. You just I wanted didn't... to get down and dirty. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I will uh, defer one other question to uh, Andrea because she met you at an event. Go ahead, Andrea. Oh, uh, sure. Um, and Micheline, you know, you had talked about um, your your mentor. I, I had assumed it was Lauren. It, can you tell how that relationship came about in, in, a, in a snapshot? 
Well, I met Lauren because I went to go book my venue. Hmm. That was that was it. You just happened to pick the same place he was having it. That that was it. Literally, that is amazing. I went in. The lady asked me what was my um, reason for wanting to pick her venue. Isn't that place beautiful? It's amazing. Let's give a shout out. What's the venue called? The Stan Mansion in Chicago, Illinois. And that's her last name, right? Yes. That's her last name. She's a marvelous woman. Yes. We got it. And we got to keep smiling. Shout out to her, too. She is fantastic. And she is uh, she is definitely a believer. She helps all kinds of good causes. She makes her her mansion, her home available to the world. Yes. That is amazing. Yeah, I dig her. I'm, I'm so glad that happened. Thank you. And it's just been I'm here now because I just chose a, a, a venue. So. Uh, when's the and event? that's how you ended up at Elevate and that's how I met you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I met, I met Casa at the Power of We. Mm-hmm. She invited me out and she said that I can come and speak with people about my event. And then I met Dr. Andrea there. And so it's the power of it's the power of just timing and space and yes. get, getting out there and showing up. Yes. Because I'm going to guarantee you if you'd showed up at the same time, but you didn't have the right attitude, you wouldn't have had that. Yeah. I mean, Lauren fell in love with your attitude, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, let's uh, let's let's see what this guy that has this really beautiful accent has to say. Uh, yes, this is our lovely Alexander Alperovich. It's he's a co-founder and CEO of three companies: Natalology, Alma Mastermind, and Your Guiding Star. These empower entrepreneurs with quality education tools, resources, and relationships to improve their personal and professional lives. And his mission has become the leading support for community for entrepreneurs worldwide. He's an intuitive business growth strategist, business connector, and clear cognizant, and he helps individuals with personal and business foundation using his unique method, Code of Destiny. So thank you so much for being here, Alexander. We've known you for a long time and, and we've had uh, lots of fun uh, hanging out on the marketers cruise together in the past. Yes. So Alexander, uh, before you show off your Baltimore accent, I want to, uh, I want to give you some accolades. <clears throat> These might be the very biggest accolades I've given. I think uh, Andrea informed me that I've done potentially over 400 shows, potentially. Is that kind of close? Yeah, you have. So Michelin, over 400 shows. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So when I say this, I've never said this before. Dr. Andrea can attest to it when she hears it. Got it? Okay. This is big. So of all the guests I've had on Amplified, Alexander might be the biggest guest I've had as a result of how he caused me to get into a bigger world that caused all the things that have happened in my life. He didn't just say one thing that changed my life. He said two. So imagine someone that gives you an answer, a recommendation that you do, and it changed your life like forever. Remember you going to that, uh, the wow thing. I mean, going to get that Stan mansion that was pivotal, right? So when I met him in Baltimore, he says, Ken, with what you're doing with perfect networker and what you're doing, with uh, your business, you need to go to CEO space. And I, I said, okay, okay. Um, I hear you. I hear you. And that was a $7,500 investment and I did it. And, and that was uh, 10 years ago. So that was 10 crazy. years ago. <clears throat> so the amount of ripple effect, and I went to 13 CEO spaces. So if I'd only gone to one, it would only have one impact. I did 13, which had a, a ripple effect. So it could be that 
um, 70% of what I'm doing in my life right now is just from that one thing. It could be, I mean, cause I can't, it's incalculable how many things have rippled. But the second one was, he said, go to the marketers cruise. And I, and I, and I said, that really appeals to me. I called immediately. They were sold out. I said, ah, I guess I'm not going. I said, well, I'll put it on the back burner. And I met Captain Lou like four months later and I made a deposit because of Alexander. So Alexander definitely knows what you should be doing to make sure that you're playing big. So Alexander, I want to take that very, very important couple minutes to just acknowledge you and say, you are probably one of the most influential people, persons and leaders I've ever met because I don't know anyone that told me to do two things so gigantic that caused this many ripples in the world wow. for me, myself and others. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your saying that. I even didn't think about it, but I appreciate it. Yeah, and there's no one else I can say that. And when you even introduced me to Ken MacArthur, so it was like, a, now I did not do as many things as I'd like to do with that uh, phenomenal leader. He has a, a movie you guys can all check out. Uh, it's called The Impact Factor. And it's a really cool documentary because it, it states that everyone, when you get up in the morning from the day at the time you go to bed, you have an impact. Sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive, and sometimes it's a degree of all that, right? So he teaches like, for instance, if a girl was to walk out into a street and a man sees that she's about to be run over and he picks her up and whisks her away from being hurt, she was the impact to him being a hero. Without her, he doesn't become a hero. Okay. Without her being whisked up, the driver doesn't say, I have to pay more attention I, and then save someone else's life because they're driving more careful, et cetera. So that's why I want to acknowledge Mr. Alexander because he has been that big of an influence to me. His impact is massive because of indirect marketing cannot be measured. That's why it's called indirect. So neither can indirect connecting. Mm-hmm. So if, no, I met, if, if I met 10 people and they met me, made me meet a thousand those are all indirect connections from alexander okay so yes uh, andrea well you realize if you'd not been on the cruise i wouldn't have met you there you go you might not be doing this seven years later yeah michelin and i would be on the show like looking at each other going what hairdo are you doing next ken and i'd be like i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do next (laughs) and then she'd say "Shh, be quiet we're doing the silence podcast (laughs) (laughs) All right. So everyone's dying to hear your Baltimore accent, Alexander. Um, Thank you again for being such an important person to me and so many other people, because you do really care about getting people in the right direction. So let's hear the Baltimore accent. You were born in Baltimore. Go ahead. Yes, I'm born in Baltimore. I'm not born in Baltimore, but I am from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. When I come from uh, Belarus, uh, I am American citizen and I come in America almost uh, 30 years ago. And uh, how did you how did you in 30 years make your accent so you can't even detect that you have a foreign accent? I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I thought that accent sometimes is a positive for you because uh, when you speak with people and you have a little bit accent and if they would like to hear what you say, they pay more attention. When sometimes when you don't have an accent, they don't pay as much attention. I know, you know I can attest that when I went to Paris. A little apprehensive. I'd taken probably five years of uh, French, but I was a little nervous about it. And man, they thought I was one of the natives. I said, I would like to go to the hotel. And they were like, oh my gosh, this guy's good. So I know exactly what you mean, Alexander. So why did you leave Belarus? I mean, it seems like a great place to be. I mean, that time it was, uh, you know, it's a communist country. Mm-hmm. Because it was before USSR when I left. 
it was not Russia, it was not Belarus, it was not, it was like USSR, it's like all the country together, mm. Ukraine and Russia and Belarus, all of them together. That is something. Well, because the Belarus I know, obviously, is the one that is not communist. So I'm, I'm guessing it would be quite different. Right. And I left because of uh, my political reason. Uh, and uh, I am glad I am in this country. I am blessed that I am in this country. And I always tell people who come here and they say anything about the country, I say it's not about the country. It's about some people in the country, but it's not a country. Country always want peace. People here always want peace and enjoy the life and create abundance. And it's not about uh, uh, what's happening uh, right now in the world. Mm-hmm. It's uh, all about the people, every person in every different countries, they want peace. They want to create happiness and love and joy and a lot of smile, of course. Of course. <laughs> right. And, and, and what, is, what is your goal? My goal is to uh, create a way where people can be able to uh, transform their lives. And I brought, bring to this country, let's say, uh, the method, which is called uh, 22 Energy Code of Your Destiny, which is based on the ancient secrets. And this method is dedicated to people who want to discover their ancient secrets and reveal what they're uh, coded to do at, at their birth. And it's not the method what most people think is like astrology or numerology or uh, some other method, methodology they use. It's different. It has similarity, but it's not like that. All right. Well, we're going to go a little more into that for the second round. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, you live Myself. in Florida now? You live in Florida. Yes, I live in Florida right now. Hollywood. And uh, it's a beautiful place. I can say that. I live five minutes from the ocean, driving. So I can go on the ocean almost every day if I want to. And I wish everyone will experience these wonderful things to have a beautiful weather all the time and uh, ocean close to you. But uh, the main thing is that uh, I still, I'm working right now to helping people life, change their lives and make a different. That's the okay, main so if I recall, you have a couple children? I have three daughters, three beautiful daughters. Three beautiful daughters. Yes. And they're, they're, what, what are their uh, ages and names? Uh, the first daughter name, Eugenia Sophia, and she's already 27. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. She was recently, when you know her, yep. she was 10 or something. <laughs> Yeah, this is how long we know each other. Yep, and number two? Uh, number two, Victoria Elizabeth. And she is right now 23. Okay. And the youngest one is uh, Margarita Isabel. And she is, will be 17. Do you want to tell them how much you love them real quick? I love them very much. And we have a wonderful relationship. And even I do not... Uh, live together with them right now that we have even better relationship by sometimes it's happened right yeah when you're not together you have even better relationship and tomorrow, very soon is a father day and one daughter already flew to me so we have a great time uh my middle daughter is will be with me this soon basically okay. we have a great plans and i love them very much and through them i see uh, how many people I can help and uh, how many women 
can enjoy their life like they do. And I do everything possible to transform people's lives, help them to see things. And like you can, I can open up. I have a vision as a clairvoyant. I have a vision where I can sometimes bring to people what they cannot see themselves. Mm -hmm. And this allows them to uh, expand themselves much bigger than who they are. Awesome. So I'm going to say something to you that I am not going to say to Rosalind and Micheline. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. And the same for you. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if it will be Father's Day or in the day. We're not going to wait a year to put this out, but uh, you guys are uh, wonderful for being here and sharing that non-green information (laughs) that I kind of perpetuated, but uh, we will be excited when this is released so you can share with the world. This is going to be a unique show in so many different ways because you guys are all going to be featured in a book where you can share each other's story. And this baby is big. I mean, look at this powerful quotes, powerful quotes is 114 pages. So look at that. You're going to be in that book, Micheline with Rosalind and Alexander. Thank you. Okay. So let's go back to Rosalind. Rosalind, let's uh, pick a topic of one of your Ted talks so we can educate our folks as to what you bring to uh, that, those type of talk, uh, talking opportunities. Sure. The first one was language comes to life. <clears throat> it's about taking my students to the theater and see when you're teaching English as a second language, People think that if you only come to class once a week, you're going to learn English. I'm like, it doesn't work. No way. So I I send them out to the community and I had them do volunteer work via service learning. That was one way I helped them out so they could learn several days a week. I said, we're going to push the envelope. I'm going to make it even harder. We're going to go to a a play. And so one of the first plays that that we did was on the one of 12 Angry Men. Class is only, only just three hours, but in three hours, you couldn't see the whole play. And so my students decided, I got to go to the library. I want to find out what happened. So we're in the play. We, we need to know what's happening. And we've seen so many different amazing plays. There was one of Jackie Robinson and <clears throat> the adversity they had faced during youth. There was a movie called Cut about girls going ahead and, and cutting their arms as ways of, of dealing with this. Um, and I share with this with you. As, as a person who loves education. So there was one student in my class who'd done some service learning and she'd gone out to a place where they were teaching kids to tell their life story via film. And uh, she's had everyone come out because they were doing this big event. Says, oh, come with us. We're going to go and everyone's going to tell their story. And there's a kid who learned about parenting. There was a kid who learned about making their business and they learned about filmmaking. And the student later went on to get a scholarship that I wrote for her. And she decided that based on her experiences, she wanted to be a a labor organizer, kind of similar to the the things that we had done in our class. And I was so blown away. And so in the video of my doing the TED Talk, there's a snippet, one quick picture, me and her holding the certificate. And she's later gone on to many things. She was an artist. And if you look at her up now, her name is Tatiana Tatiana Chenko, and she's a world chess player who trains little kids on how to play chess. That's Take that, Bra. That's Amazing. awesome. <clears throat> so, um, Micheline, you have not done a TED Talk? I have not. I would but, love to do yeah, one. Well, you're going you're gonna, to. You're going to because you're powerful and you have a great message. Thank so, you. So, <clears throat> talk about, pretend like you did your TED Talk or you're about to do your TED Talk. What would it be? Um, I would like to talk about my mission in the world. 
Um, I figured out about three and a half years ago, maybe, or 2018, what my purpose was. Like I said earlier, I'm very diverse. What is your purpose? My purpose is to heal people. Okay. And in a TED Talk, there needs to be an enlightenment. So you're engaging an audience that you have done some studying of a topic, and that topic has released information that may not be known generally speaking, in the world. So Rosalind's done several of them, and she was sharing specific pieces. So you don't talk in a general format. When I say, what are you going to speak about on a TED Talk, you'd be very specific right now. So I'm going to go back to you, but I'm going to give you one more example. Are you ready? Okay. So I have a TED Talk that I have not given. It's in the making. It's called, What is Your SPH? Now, that's a compelling title because people are trying to figure out what does SPH stand for? And since I was a physics and chemistry teacher, I like to use variables that cause some type of result. So SPH stands for what are your smiles per hour? And my theory is the more smiles we have per hour, the more abundance we create in the world, and the more we actually create a ripple effect like Alexander is doing by giving acceptance and love and collaboration, right? And when you smile at people, you're also showing attraction to them and attraction to yourself, right? So that's my TED Talk. It has 21 attributes of what a smile does powerfully. You get me? Okay. Now, going back to you, don't speak general. What specifically have you learned in your deep dive of your silent project? that you would share that would illuminate the world? I've learned walking this journey that people are dealing with a lot of trauma that they're not willing to heal. Um, We have a lot of mass shooters. We have a lot of suicides. We have a lot of domestic violence. And when you talk to people or do the research about the situation, it always leads to some hurt that has not been addressed. Okay. So I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm telling you when you get to ask this question for your prep, for your Ted talk, you want to say there's been X percent of assaults or mass murders and the the, uh, 99% or 96% of them came from a trauma that they couldn't heal from. And so that trauma uh, escalated into other violence. And so percentages are important. Numbers are important. Okay. As, as Alexander and Rosalind and Andrea will tell you, you're listening for impact and impact is measured by numbers. Got it? Got so it. everything you said is true, but we don't know the impact still. We just know oh. that there's some truth to it. Well, we know there's truth to it. Okay. Oh. Oh. All right. Alexander, you have uh, been to many masterminds. You have a mastermind. You've been to so many CEO spaces, all kinds of opportunities. You have a TED talk in the making, obviously. No, you have one in the making. You could speak at a TED talk. Ah. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) what would you, what would you care to speak on? Cause you have a clairvoyance. That's a pretty interesting aspect. Like how many, how many humans have clairvoyance and how, how is it utilized to help people? I mean, the first thing is I don't know how many people know what clairvoyance is. No one does. No one. Yes. Many people, some people know. We're not clear. No, I am speaking for everybody. When I say humanity does not know. (laughs) All right. Okay. So, uh, as a the clairvoyant, I didn't know that I am a clairvoyant. And uh, isn't that weird? That's like the most ironic thing that you're clairvoyant and you didn't know it. I'm putting that in my nonsense book. That's going in. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that is. That is. Yeah. Who you are, Dr. Smiley, is nobody know who you are. And, and you don't know who you are until it's come to you. And That's people right. tell you, look who you are. See what you can, what kind of impact you can create. You're right. Right. And when we start talking uh, and I see bigger picture for you, that's who you are right now, much, much bigger than I even see. Did you do landmark education? Yes. 
Is that what one of the places where we actually met or uh, connected? Yes, that's right. That I was trying to remember where that started. So ten or yeah, fifteen years ago, I don't know. So very yeah, what a, what a trifecta. I mean, landmark education teaches you how to listen for the first time. It also teaches you how to create possibility, really at a, a maximum level. But it teaches you how to really repair and uh, empower relationships uh, so that you have a life you love, have a relationship that you want. Pretty cool. So Alexander, um, another minute or two, what would you say at a TED Talk about what you would illuminate people with, with regard to perhaps clairvoyance? That one of the things I can say is that almost everyone can be a clairvoyant. Almost everyone. What does it mean? Is we are receiving information from God, from universe. And this information can come to us. We just don't know how it's coming. We're thinking that we are thinking. But in reality, sometimes it's not we are thinking. It's come to us in a message what we deliver. It's come from the higher self, from the source. And when we receive these messages from the source, uh, you, you start to speak. And sometimes mm -hmm. people say, how do you know? How do you feel this? And you're like, I don't know. I'm just saying that. I love and that you. I love that you uh, got Micheline and Rosalind like leaning in to every word, and that you were and you were sending them thing Ken. That that was amazing because he was throwing thing Ken. Man, Alexander, what a way to bring everyone into a conversation about a TED talk. That is so cool. Like you took my name and you put it right in the thought process. Thing Ken. Blown away by you, bro. You're awesome. So, and Andrea, you have a question? Uh, well, yes. So, I didn't remember until Alexander was saying that about you, Ken, that he knows that there's even more for you once you look into self and see self. And as soon as you said that, Alexander, I was like, oh my gosh, Alexander, you were one of the people who told me this amazing epiphany years ago, um, the first cruise I met you on, that uh, there was something that was going to happen that um, I was going to meet someone uh, that ended up being Ken, because in the second year, you confirmed that, that we were going to literally change the world. And we had just started the keep smiling movement then. And I didn't even recall that that was you because there's so much more that's happening. So I, I don't know if you can re reveal more of what's happening for Ken, the keep smiling movement, me. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, was, uh, as we say, always it's come from, from the source, right? All the information come from the source. And I, when I spoke with Ken, it came to me right away, Andrea. Andrea and Ken, and I remember how this happened, actually, that uh, it's, I get right away, receive this information. I connect you together already in my mind, and I make a call and put you together. And it was an amazing experience, as you can see right now. Uh, is, this is a part of the clairvoyant, actually. It's how, this is how people who have a clairvoyant ability able to uh, connect pieces together in a way which is not it them it just come to them as a gift okay so, so I, I will i'll tell the story that i have told before in the air but you guys have never heard it i don't think so this right here is of course the keep smiling card and on the back micheline it says we amplified goodness which is the the mission the component the vision of amplified radio as well <clears throat> so the the story is correct in sequence if these things did not happen there's just so many things that did not happen, if that makes sense. And I'm talking potentially the entire 
uh, 180 books that I can think of would not have happened if it wasn't for Alexander, by just minimally, probably even closer to 200. Alexander told me to go to the uh, CEO space. I made the investment $7,500. I could not figure out a time to do it. And by the time I did do it, it was like almost three years later. They said I set a new record for making an investment and not doing it. Okay. When I went, I went and I could not make my money back. I said, I'm going to keep going. Oh, then they had a sale and I bought two more memberships. So I had three for $13,000. It was 7,500 plus 6,000. So it was 13,500. I spent it, had not used any of them. So I had not used three memberships for three years. I go the very first time and I said, I didn't get my money. Uh, I didn't get my money back on this. I mean, it's valuable. I definitely would go again. And I went 13 more times, as I told you early in the show. The 13th time I went, I met Barry Shore. Barry Shore handed me this card. Had I not gone that 13th time, I would not have received the card. Had I not received the card, I couldn't have created the movement. I called him. I said, I will call you Monday, and I, I want to create a movement out of this. You don't have any photos. You don't have any books. You don't have any social media. You don't even have a website. So I called him, and he said, tell me what you got in mind. I said, I want 100,000 cards. I'm going to take pictures of people. And I'm going to have the world know that a smile is the most important thing because my mom valued a smile. And that's when he handed it to me. I knew that this was what I wanted to do with my life. So unlike some people that received the card, which at that point was like a million people had received the card, he'd never had this reaction. The reason my reaction was so strong was because my mom was all about optimism. It was all about smiling and believing no matter what happened, you can do it. You can do it. So, so that said... The movement was created because he agreed to send me 100,000 cards redesigned with ways to get to the photos. I said, let's remove the back and make it so people can get to their photos. And as I took all these photos, I started making books. And then I met Andrea and she says, I love this movement. And then a couple of years after that, she created it into a nonprofit. So that, Alexander, is the most powerful thing I can say directly to you, sir, on a show that you caused. I don't see any other way it could have happened. You are the most pivotal person to say, go to something for that all to have happened. There are at this point, almost 200 key smiling um, books, almost 200. Wow. There, wow. This dose of hope book that I've shown a couple of times, we, we believe this is going to reach between 10 and 20 million people because we're giving away for free as a download. And the, and the question is, Micheline and Rosalind, do you need hope or do you know someone needs hope? Have this for free. And so you can imagine how many people will download this because it's 500 doses. At this point, it's 280. And with uh, Mr. Alexander, it's 281. Rosalind, you were a little while ago, so you were probably around 260, I'm guessing. So we're getting to 500. And Micheline, you're going to be part of the. So imagine someone saying, I want to introduce you to Micheline, read her chapter. And it's a nice little, these are all TED Talk style. You saw, you saw it, right, Rosalind? They're TED Talk. Yes, style. I did. Yeah. So uh, we have just a, a, enough time to do some round robin uh, rapid fire. Remember, rapid fire is we ask a quick question, you ask, you do a quick answer, and then we might do a surprise. If we have some time to play that game. Okay. All right. And that's, you notice I did silent. I did silent for you, Micheline. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start off. We're going to go in the order of the show. Rosalind, Micheline, Alexander. So you just answer, answer, answer. And then Andre answers another question. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Book that changed your life. Rosalind. Um, Tuesdays with Maury. Beautiful. Art songs. And who, who wrote that? Um, Maddie Stepotnik, a little boy. Thank you. Thank you. Alexander. I have actually three books, what I want to say. First one is Becoming the Perfect Networker. It's your book. And it's make me 
change the way I see it, many things no, in the network. Thank you. Thank you. Not long answers. Name, name the other two real quick. Name the other one real quick. Do you have another book you want to name? Yes. Age That Poor, Dead by Robert Kiyosaki, and Work Less, Make More. It's also a great book, which has shown me the way That's how it. you can work less and make more. Thank you. All right, Andrea. Uh, You'll what's be penalized, song? Alexander, if you go mm -hmm. long. What's a song that you uh, play to get you moving and grooving, Rosalind? Can't stop thinking about tomorrow. Nice. Micheline? Just listen to jazz. Okay. All right. That's a, great, that's a great song. That's a great song. By the way, inspirational songs. I cannot okay. come right away. Okay. okay. Um, inspirational movie. Rosalind. Forrest Gump. Hell yeah. I mean, heck yeah. I mean, heck yeah. Okay. Um, Micheline. Forrest Gump. Ah, can we get a triple? <laughs> no, it's, it's a Truman show. Ah, and Forrest Gump. That, that's Forrest Gump. That is funny. Andrea? Um, uh, Ken, for sake of time, you go ahead. Okay, a quote you live by, Rosalind. Quote you live by, uh, to never know, do it now, tomorrow may never come. Okay. Micheline. Walk it like you talk it. Man. All right, Alexander? Zig Ziglar, you will get all you want in life if you help enough other people to get what you want. Rosalind, what want. Rosalind your hero. My hero is Hillary Clinton. Okay. Hero, Micheline. Micheline, I mean. Francine Neal, my mother. Okay. Awesome. Alexander? One of my heroes is Ken Rashan, Dr. Smiley. <laughs> You're making me blush, young man. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the game. We're gonna try it out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I'm gonna start it and we are going to go in a different order um, because mine is going to be perfect for Micheline to answer first. And then I'll go, so it'll go Micheline. Rosalind, Alexander. Actually, we'll, yeah, we're going to go actually a little different. Micheline, Rosalind, Andrea, Alexander, me. Okay. All right, we'll try that. We'll see how that goes. All right. Lightning bolt. Hair. Spark. Rosalind. Zaz. Excitement. 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 Um, smile. Um, Micheline. <laughs> I love. <laughs> love Rosalind. to you, Rosalind. Smile. Oh, we can do empowerment. Empowerment. There you go. And we will conclude. With Smile and empowerment. Yes. Okay. So, the, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, there's a redundancy to love and smile and, and happiness. So um, Barry Shore would be very pleased that it all resonated from a card that he gave me so pretty cool well uh how are we doing on time uh, we should uh we final we moment wrap up, move up. Mm -hmm. okay so rosalind micheline and alexander you now have new friendships this is my thank you back to you alexander you have two new friends and who knows what will happen just like thank micheline you. going into the stan mansion and meeting lauren how a ripple effect will happen from here i have uh i have a challenge for you guys and it's a pay it forward challenge you just received a $36,000 gift certificate to write a chapter. Rosalind has known about this for a while and submitted. And you, by the way, Rosalind, you'll be in part six. Uh, Alexander, you submitted last night at 3 a.m. You'll be in part six. And Micheline, if you can submit your chapter in the next, let's call it, it only takes two or three hours, by the way, to do. But if you can do it before I get back from Peru by the 29th or 30th, 
you will be in part six. I will hold a spot open for you in that. Here's the challenge. You guys get to nominate up to four people to change their life. Remember, if your story is going to reach 10 million people, wouldn't you like to give this to somebody else who deserves it? Now, remember, don't give it to people that you love and think are just neato torpedo. You got to give it to people like the people on the show, people that are really making a stand that could do a TED Talk, that their social media shows are making a difference in the world. They're moving the needle to positivity. Real, 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 right? So you guys can nominate one person, two, three, or four, and you have $36,000 per person that you're giving. And then they get to do it as well. So it's a ripple effect, just like Alexander cost. Isn't that cool? I love it. So you guys have all been yeah. amplified. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Excited when it airs for the world to see the story unfold of how one person, one Ken connection away, Alexander caused hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of connections. So thank you, Alexander. And thank you, Ken, so much. Thank you, Ken. All right. So uh, this this is uh, Ken Rashan, our Amplified Influencer channel. As you can see, we have three wonderful leaders and read their stories on Dose of Hope because when this comes out, that book should be out. And uh, share the Dose of Hope because there's people in the world that are hurting and don't know the difference between them hurting and smiling is hope. Alexander, uh, I mean, Andrea, <laughs> Alexander, you do not need to take us out. Andrea, <laughs> would you please take us out? I with was our... like, all right, do you remember? Him? <laughs> oh, yes. We want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, uh, Ample Affluence, Perfect Publishing, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, and remind you to love on www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dope a dose of hope to be resilient, no matter the challenge. I'm executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. You've been listening to Amplified with Ken Rashan, aka Dr. Smiley. Back to you, Ken. And anyone that can decipher the magic scrambled or backwards words are in Rosalind's page, Eno Delaro. If you can figure out what that actually really means, then you will get a free digital copy of Dose of Hope. This is Ken Rashan on Amplified. We'll see you next week. Stay Amplified. Keep smiling. Keep Keep smiling, smiling, baby. Keep smiling. Keep it going. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.